the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> what a day. What a day. It's been, it's, it's been hot, y'all. Yes, it's been hot. So this has been a, a summertime for you. Mm -hmm. I'm just thankful that the Lord has allowed for me to see another day. Another week has gone by. And you know, this day was another day where we've had an opportunity to give God glory. Amen. And give him praise. I'm Sister Ann. And welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him laborers for his harvest ministries lfhhm that's our acronym and you know we are just excited we're excited that god is is just we're he's still on the throne and he is still giving us big grace big mercy you know and that it's renewed every morning his grace and his mercy is renewed every morning to allow us to do some more work for him to come together, amen, one more time again, amen, praise God, amen, big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers, to those who pray for us, to those who pray with us, amen, big shout out to our honorary mother, uh, Mother I Ida, Mother Ida May, amen, big shout out to you. And to all of the volunteers, those that just hang in there. Sister Roe, praise God for you. I am definitely going to get in touch with you. You have been on my heart, sis. And thank you for joining and giving us a shout out. Love you too, Sister Roe. Be expecting my call, sis. Hmm? What a sweet sister in Christ. We thank God for her. Amen. She is a faithful woman of God. She's there for, for the ministry that she supports. That's Faith Community Church out here in Oak Grove, Missouri. She is a faithful woman of God. Amen. And we just thank God for her. Amen. Thank God for all of you. Hmm? How many of us are faithful? Hmm? Yeah, we, we do our best to be faithful, don't we? I know I do my best to be faithful to the Lord. Amen. And faithful to what he's called me to do. Because, you know, if it wasn't for the Lord that was on my side, amen, where would we be? Hmm? Where would I be? Where would we be if the Lord wasn't on our side? And you know what? I didn't have enough sense to know that I needed a Savior. Mm-mm. You know, he just spoke to my heart. He just kept on, kept on talking to it, to me, mm -hmm. kept on ministering to me, kept on sending people of God to, to tell me that he loved me, mm -hmm. kept on just no matter what was going on in my life, God didn't let go. He didn't give up on me. And I am so grateful for that. Hallelujah. How about you? Amen. Are you grateful that God didn't let up, that he didn't give up on you? Amen. Uh, and, and for those who are just kind of curious tuning in, those who are curious about who it is that uh, God is and you've just joined, just know that he is faithful. He is faithful and God is true. 
and he won't give up on you. Every day that he wakes you up in the morning is another day to give him some glory. Amen. Hopefully you've had a time in the Lord. Amen. I know I have. I've had a time in the Lord already today uh, being just just soaking, mm -hmm, soaking in the presence of the Lord and enjoying him, you know, and here here's another opportunity for us to hang out with the Lord, hang out together with the Lord. Amen. All right. Yeah, you know what I enjoy. I enjoy happy first Sunday, by the way. Happy first Sunday. You know, this is another month that where we get a chance to look forward to the work of the Lord and the blessings of the Lord. Uh, you know, first Sunday is a time where we get a chance to just just look forward to all of the, the things that we're going to do for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, as the church and then look forward to the blessings that he has in store for us as we continue to pray and lift people up to him in our prayer request we're letting them make be made known unto him and god is faithful he's a prayer answering god too amen now you know what my favorite thing to do is mm -mm -mm. i enjoy my time with jesus I, I enjoy my praise breaks how about you and we have a special praise break today now this was a paw holy convocation now that's the pentecostal assemblies of the world oh yeah oh yeah you know <laughs> paw can't be a little they can be a little stiff i appreciate my brothers and sisters in kojic because Kojic will praise the Lord at the drop of a dime. P.A.W., you know, sometimes, you know, we get all deep. Mm, yeah, I'm apostolic Pentecostal. Folks want to get all deep and sit on God. But, honey, I'm going to tell you, it's nothing like giving God some praise. And they were uh, in their holy convocation last week uh, on Friday. And they had uh, uh, Dr. Fondra, Fondra, Fondria Lewis and she spoke on that Friday, and I tell you, the praise break went up. Now, here, now, I, I, I said all that to say this. This praise break, it, you got to listen sometimes, because God meets us in the praise. He meets us in the praise beyond a shadow of a doubt. And in the praise, he'll speak to us. And this praise, from what I'm hearing, what I was hearing in the praise break, this is a praise break that says, but for God's grace, we are not consumed. This was a praise break that was a praise to the Lord that is like, but for God's grace, we are not consumed. Oh, Lord have mercy. He keeps us from danger seen and unseen. Come on, let's go ahead and enjoy this praise break. All right, I feel good now. I, I, I feel like I can do this. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get through this tonight. And whether you believe it or not, our boy dancing shoes. The glory is coming to my house. The glory right, is coming to, to my house. Hallelujah. Y'all push me. We'll praise them. Come on, let's praise push, we'll praise. Come on, it's Friday night. I'm going to give you a few of my minutes to put your feet on the floor. 
brother.
go, brother. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But for God's grace, hi, his keeping power, his love, come on, his strength in our lives. We are not consumed, huh? What is it, huh? Sin? Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Another day. Hallelujah. God's keeping power. Uh, COVID free, monkey pox free, all of that. Hallelujah. God's keeping power. I'm still saved. Come on. Huh? Did you wake up today saved? Glory. Hallelujah. And you know what? Thank God for his opportunity to repent. Come on. If you didn't wake up saved, here's your chance. Here's another opportunity that God is giving. He's giving us this opportunity to come together, get to know him some more. Hallelujah. And then be able to say, Woo, come on. What must I do? to be saved hallelujah give god some glory give him some high glory hallelujah god i give you all the glory all the honor all the praise thank you jesus you are so wonderful to me hey hallelujah thank you for your mercy god Glory, hallelujah. His keeping power is nothing like it. Uh, it's his keeping power. See, we, you know, we think that we can just carry on without him. Huh? No, 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 no. God doesn't just save you and then drop you off at the hotel or something. Say, see you later. See you, see you when I come. Look, look. No, what he does is he's, he has that relationship with us. Hallelujah. He keeps us. Hallelujah. And then he keeps doing great things and the blessings over and over again and the ministering in our lives over and over again. Hallelujah. Yes, God. He does great things. Hallelujah. He hariabositi. Glory. Hallelujah. He is wonderful. He's wonderful, saints. Huh? What is it about the sacrifice of praise that we give? What is it about when we think of his goodness and, and all that of who he is? First, who he is. Hallelujah. Because when you think about him, isn't he great? Isn't he awesome? Isn't he marvelous? Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. And then we think about all of the things. Hallelujah. That he does for us. Yes. Our God. Our mighty God. And you know what? One of the most wonderful things I love about God is that I don't, I don't have to guess. I don't have to guess uh, whether or not he's telling the truth, huh? Whether or not I'm, I'm being shysted, taken advantage of, duped. Hmm? I don't have to worry about that because I know God, he is a truth telling God. Hallelujah. He is the truth revealer. Mm, that's another thing. Yeah, he tells the truth, but then he reveals the truth. Hallelujah. I know that when I hang in there with God, hallelujah, he's going to show me the truth. Thank you, Lord. Come on. God, show me the truth. 
Show me the truth. Hallelujah. About your word. Show me the truth about what's going on down here. Hallelujah. Show me the truth the where I can live it. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Let's let's go ahead. Now get your Bible. Get your Bible. Thank you, Jesus. There's nothing like the word of God. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Without it, I would be lost. We would be lost. You know, there's all kinds of uh, documentations and value documentations in this world. And, you know, they're written, uh, and, you know, they're written, they're out there or whatever. But here, when, when I come to this, this word here, the inspired word of God written, hallelujah, by men, but inspired uh, by the Holy Spirit under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Uh, how did this word come to power? to come to be how is it in power the true power thank you lord the holy ghost power inspired thank you lord by god himself come on so i know that when i read it i can believe it when i read it i can hold on to it and keep declaring and decreeing no matter what i see in life come on i can i can speak the word i can tell the truth about what's really going on yeah, no matter what it looks like, good, bad, or ugly, whatever the word of God says about the situation, I know I can hold on to that. And that's why we come and get in the word. I read these scriptures because, look, I'm not trying to come to you in, sister, in the name of Sister Ann. I don't have nothing for you. Hmm? Uh, I'm not a perfect person. But when I come in the name of the Lord, hallelujah, when we come and get in the word of God together, then th there's the truth right there. Then we don't have to guess about it. All we have to do is uh, be about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all we have to do. Just be about it. You know why? Because God gives us the strength to be about his business. Yeah, he'll give us the strength. He didn't just write it down and uh, and then for us to go out there and think that we can't do it. We, we have victory in him. This word, hallelujah, is victorious because we can do it. We can hear it. Hallelujah. We can get it in on the inside of our hearts and we can do this thing. You better believe it under the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Let's go ahead and turn to St. John chapter 16. We're going to turn there first. Let's go to St. John chapter 16. And we're going to look at verse verses 1 through 15. Now, it doesn't take long to read down through this. Take some time to spend time with your God. Yeah. You know, he's going to reveal to you the truth. Of what's really going on. How to live that victorious life. He'll reveal we're spending time with the Lord. You know, he'll show you the where the devil's trying to come in. Where Slewfoot's trying to sidetrack you. You know, where you think you have it all right. Because other folks are doing it this way or that way. But, but when you get in the word and see what the truth of the word says. Then you can measure huh, what's going on out in the atmosphere based on what you're reading in the word of God. Amen. Come on. 
Thank you, Jesus. Let's start at verse 1. St. John chapter 16, verse 1. Now, this is Jesus warning us. Uh, this is Jesus saying this. And G then he's going to go on and, and talk about the Holy Spirit that's promised here. All right, let's start at verse 1. He says, I have told you these things so that you will not stumble or be caught off guard and fall away. Mm -mm -mm. And, you know, that's what the word is all about. Don't think that, look, the world, that's what the world will try to do. It'll catch you off guard, uh, feed you a lie. Yeah. Uh, set traps for you. You think you're doing all right and it, putting weights and sins in your life and everything. But here, what did Jesus say? I've told you these things so that you will not stumble or be caught off guard or fall away. They will put you out of the synagogues and make you outcasts. And a time is coming when whoever kills you will think that he is offering service to God. Remember, Paul? This is Paul. He thought he was offering service to God. He was zealous about the the old way and persecuted the church until Jesus came and knocked him off his horse, knocked him off his beast. And, and he knew, he knew God showed him. He says, who are you, Lord? Are you, are you the one blinding me? Are you the one chastising me? Jesus says, look, why are you doing this? Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's look at verse three. And they will do these things because they have not known the father or me. All right. I have told you these things now so that when their time comes, you will remember that I told you about them. I did not say these things to you at the beginning because I was with you. Okay, so there's some things that Jesus didn't share with the disciples because he was with the disciples. He was with them on earth. But see, there's going to come a time and Jesus is explaining this. Let's look at verse five. But now I am going to him. That's capital letter H. I am who sent me and capital letter M too. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts and taken complete possession of them. Yeah, see, Jesus knew that he was going to die. That was his purpose. That's why he came to be the propitiation to die in our place of sin. Hmm? Die for our sins instead of us dying for him. Huh? Jesus died for them and he knew he was going to die. And he was telling his disciples, I'm going away. And then they got overwhelmed. Here, he says, but I tell you the truth. Here's Jesus, but verse seven, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, capital letter H, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him the Holy Spirit to you to be in close fellowship with you mm. see God's plan is perfect isn't it hallelujah verse 8 and he when he comes will convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a savior that's one purpose of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit deals with us before we get saved. Before we say yes, he deals with us. And then once we say yes, he fills us. 
Come on. Come on. And about righteousness and about judgment. So here, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, comes. He will convict the world. That's what happens. Come on, he convicts us because of the guilt of sin, shows us that and then that we have a need for a savior and about the righteousness and about judgment. Come on, about sin and the true nature of it. See, the Holy Ghost, it, it tells us about sin and the true nature of it. Come on, that's important because they do not believe in me and my message about righteousness, personal integrity and godly character because i am going to my father and you will no longer see me about the judgment the certainty of it because the ruler of this world satan has been judged and condemned come on hallelujah god he's done that and i have many more things to say to you but you cannot bear to hear them now. It's like if we can just get, let me just stop right there. If we can just get what the Lord has given us at this point to to get the repentance part right. Hallelujah. You know, we if we get the repentance part right, the turning away from sin, to know what sin is, what to know what that that unction is, that that thing that tugs on our heart. I know that the Holy Spirit is there ministering to us and then uh, to ask the the Lord to minister through us because we had say yes. If we could just get that repentance part right. Come on. That's an important thing. Because then we'll get the other parts right. Verse 13. But when he, the Holy, excuse me, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the father, the message regarding the son. And he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. So the Holy Spirit is dynamite. I mean, it is so important. And you know who the Holy Spirit is? It's just God's spirit. It's God too. This is capitalized, capitalized, capitalized. God's spirit. Come on, all in this scripture. Verse 14, he will glorify and honor me. This is Jesus saying, because he, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is mine and will disclose it to you all things that the father has are mine because of this i said that he the holy spirit will take from what is mine and will reveal it to you hallelujah thank you jesus verse 13 because when he the holy the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth full and complete truth See, that's something that we should look forward to. You know, we can get that repentance right. Enjoy when the wooing of the spirit, the drawing, the Holy Ghost just loving on us, dealing with us. He's sending people to minister to us. The, the Lord is sending sending a, a song in our heart where we hear a Christian song and it just ministered to us to to come to him. All of those are, are things that God uses. And then we as people of God, the love of God in our hearts that shed abroad out into the world where the world is attracted to us because of the love that we have one for another. 
But then it radiates out into the world to let the world know, too, that God loves the world. Hallelujah. That God loves them, too. Because, see, we were all in the world. Hallelujah. But now being saved, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We don't do what the world does now. We live a clean, holy, sanctified life, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) I love the Lord today. How about you? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And let's look at a few more scripture here. But I, I want I want to focus on this thought. Hallelujah. Not only is God the revealer of truth, and because he is the revealer of truth, here's a prayer. This is something that really stuck in my heart, really stuck in my heart, where I, I knew that this was something to share. This was something that you know, a prayer, something that we could really focus on and want God to do for us. Hallelujah. God, show me the truth about what I think I want. Mm -hmm. You know, we can live in this world. And I remember being a young person. I didn't know even what what to do I didn't know how to be a young adult or a young person or teenager I I was following along and and acting like the world was acting thinking that I was okay because uh everybody else was doing it it was cool but you know what if God if he would show me the truth about what I think I want see I thought I wanted some of these worldly things yeah, I thought I wanted all the the bling and I wanted the floss and I wanted all the what was going on, all, you know. But here's the thing. You think you want that. Yeah, some of those things uh, aren't bad. But then when you really know the truth about what's desirable about life, God's way, then you know, oh, my goodness, I want some more of Jesus. Hallelujah, God, I want some more of you. Change my mind. Show me the truth about what I think I want. Hallelujah. Come on, let's turn to First uh, John chapter 4. We're moving right along today. Glory be to God. First John is way in the back of the Bible. Hallelujah. That's 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Those are books of the Bible. And we're going to look at chapter 4. First John chapter 4. Now, here. Uh, verses one through six this is the testing testing the spirits you know people say oh you know what spirit is it the holy spirit the enemy the devil or whatever you know to be able to discern or to be able to tell the difference about what's true in life come on what's true what what's really going on here what's really a uh what what is this flow really about what's happening you know who's really behind it is it is god behind this or is the enemy behind this come on let's see let's look at verse one beloved do not believe every spirit speaking through a self-proclaimed prophet instead test the spirits to see whether they are from god because many false prophets and teachers have gone out into the world. That's pretty mighty, isn't it? You know, 
you you go it's like i wonder if this religion is right or this this church or they're teaching this over here teaching that all over there the beloved do not believe every spirit speaking through a self-proclaimed prophet instead test the spirits to see whether they are from god because many false prophets and teachers have gone out into the world. Verse 2. By this you know and recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ has actually come in the flesh as a man is from God. God is its source. So that's one way. Uh, to test whether or not what you're, uh, is this faith, this religion right? Uh, should I be this religion? Or what about this Christianity? And this, these Christians, are they real Christians? Are they preaching and teaching the truth? Hmm? Well, are they saying that Jesus Christ has actually come in the flesh as a man? See, some some religions don't believe that. Hmm? It's, that it's from God and God is the source. Uh, and verse three, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus, acknowledging that he has come in the flesh, but would deny any of the sons, true nature is not of God. See, uh, Jesus is divine. He's fully God and fully man. Amen. And any faith, any religion that says, uh, no, he was just a good man or he was just a prophet. Uh, taking away the divinity, the divine nature, fully God, Jesus, fully man, come on, is not of God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, it says, continues in verse 3, which you have heard is coming and is now already in the world. Yeah, so any any faith, any religion that does not profess Christ to the true Christ, truly divine, of uh, truly God, fully God, fully man, it's an it's an antichrist spirit. So it's not hard, you know. Either you're for the Lord or you're not for the Lord. Come on, it's an antichrist spirit. And here, verse four, little children, believers, dear ones, you are of God and you belong to Him. And have already overcome them, the agents of the Antichrist. Because he who is in you is greater than Satan who is in the world of sinful mankind. So when we as believers, when we get saved, when we become believers, little ones, dear ones, hallelujah, little children, we are of God. We have turned away from the sin. We've turned towards God. We've repented. And now we belong to God. We belong to God. So we've already overcome the agents of the Antichrist. So don't go and in. Think that okay, well, I'm gonna go to this church and that church, but you know that they have an antichrist spirit. Don't do that. Eat, eat from a church that you know that teaches the the word of God, the unadulterated word of God, and we're gonna get into know what that is too. Hallelujah. Verse five: They who teach twisted doctrine are of the world and belong to it. Therefore, they speak from the viewpoint of the world with its immoral freedom and baseless theories. 
demanding compliance with their opinions and ridiculing the values of the upright and the gullible one of the world listens closely and pays attention to them. We don't want to be gullible to the world. We don't want to be a gullible, gullible. So how do we know what this church is teaching? If this church is teaching doctrine, twisted doctrine, hmm, and they're in the world, they, therefore they speak from the viewpoint of the world. Yeah, so they can say that it's okay for a sin, certain sins to be okay, and certain people that are practicing certain sins, it's okay because God loves everybody, and yes, He does, and that's why He tells us the truth, Hallelujah, about how we're to live, Amen. The way He designed us, so or immoral freedoms and baseless theories. Yeah, if it's not from the Word, come on, let's just keep it simple. Keep it simple. And if we can just hold on to the the basic simplicity of the word of God, we'll be okay. Now, let's look at verse six. It says, we who teach God's word are from God, energized by the Holy Spirit. And whoever knows God through personal experience listens to us and has a deeper understanding of him. And that's important. You know, there are men and women of God that they are just born again for real born again believers. And they're not teaching viewpoints of the world and immoral freedoms and baseless theories. Hmm? They're preaching the truth of the word of God and no holds barred. They're not saying it's okay to dibble dabble a little bit here and a little bit there. No, we're talking about sanctification. We're talking about being separate from the world. Amen. And draw to God spiritually. Come on. And then we're delivered Physically, we're delivered naturally so because of our spiritual focus and encounter with God, the truth of the word of God. Hallelujah. And, and then those, since we are uh, of God, hallelujah, that we teach God's word and we're from God, energized by the Holy Spirit. And whoever knows God, hallelujah, through personal experience will listen. So, Look, we we as believers, we as those that teach and minister the gospel of Jesus Christ, when we get out there and minister one way or another, we're going to just do our job. We're going to do our job with all of what we can. Amen. With the fervor of the Holy Spirit, giving us the inspiration of what to minister for such a time as this. And and then from there, we're going to let God do his work. Amen. So if there if people aren't listening, hmm, it's because, uh, yeah, whoever is not of God, come on, as we continue in verse six, whoever is not of God does not listen. So, yeah, by this, we know without any doubt the spirit of truth motivated by God and the spirit of error motivated by satan so if it is contrary to the word of god if if you're hearing something and you know for the babes in christ something just doesn't feel right in your spirit when you hear something that a preacher or teacher saying you know you know it's like mm, that doesn't sound right get in the word mm, find the, the the truth about it because that's what it's all about mm, without any doubt the spirit of truth is 
is motivated by God. Amen. And the spirit of error, something that doesn't quite sound right. I'm not sure about this. Should I be doing that? Now, I don't care what the world says, what's acceptable. I don't care what uh, what alcohol is, is for sale or what, what drug is legal in whatever state. I, I'm not caring about that because we're not talking about succumbing to witchcraft, succumbing to those types of drugs and things that, that influence our in our outside man and, and you know we're talking about being energized by the word of God being committed by the truth of the word of God being transformed by the truth of the word of God standing on the word of God strengthening by the word of God come on it's all about God and his word amen come on now let's look at Ephesians chapter 6 Ooh, we're just moving right along Ephesians chapter 6 it's in the New Testament. We're just going to look at one one verse. Come on. We're talking about God show me the truth about what I think I want. Come on. I need to. God is the truth revealer. Come on. Verse 14. So stand firm and hold your ground. Having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage, around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart now we're this is part of the the armor of god now for those of us who are familiar with this scripture and for the newbies go ahead and read the scripture verse uh chapter 6 ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 starting at verse 10 and read through that armor of god here he's talking about stand firm and hold your ground Amen. You know, don't be swayed one way or another, you know, because you're in a crowd or you're working for a company with a bunch of sinners there and and they believe in happy hour. You know, I have lost contracts or positions or little jobs because I don't go to the happy hour, you know, and stay late. Now, you know, there's a happy hour you can go. You don't have to have the the drinks there, uh, drinking like everybody, but you can have a little dinner, have a little water, a little tea, coffee, whatever, and then go home. But some of those happy hours for some of those companies, oh, I, I know what was coming. I'm like, no, a sister girl don't do that. I go home. <laughs> so look, stand firm and hold your ground. Having tightened the wide band of truth. What? The truth of the word of God. You know what's right. You know what's right and you know what's not right and, and, and what to do. You want personal integrity. That wide band of truth is personal integrity, moral courage. I want to stand up. Hallelujah. Abstain from sin and flee sin and youthful lust. All of that. And I want to put on the breastplate of righteousness, uh, which is an upright heart. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We are just, God is awesome on this one. Come on. He's awesome. He's ministering to me. He's ministering to me, you know, and here, what, what thing, one thing about this study is that it's this time together is that, you know, you're on the right track. It gets lonely. Oh, I'm first to tell you, 
it can get lonely and it's long you're going to be lonely no matter what loneliness is just going to be a part of life if you're alive breathing whether you're saved or unsaved you're going to go through lonely spells but see the enemy is not going to be able to trick you to say oh you're lonely you feel lonely if you weren't saved you would be able to go talk to someone so you he's right yeah you'd be able to go talk to so and so but look i'm not trying to separate my relationship with God. I want to be saved. I want to say yes to God. Hallelujah. Because that that old relationship, you get into that, the, the lie about that relationship is, look, this is not really a good relationship, is it? It's a sinful relationship, an adulterous relationship, fornicated relationship. Come on. You know that relationship ain't right. Get rid of the phone numbers. Yeah, get rid of that. Get rid of that old phone that has all the old numbers in it where you can go in there and, 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 and look at those numbers. Get rid of it. Come on, get get you get you a new number. Dial nine one one for Jesus. Four one one for information. I want some information about what the word of God says. Amen. And wait on God to bless you in those moments to where that loneliness will pass. It will pass. Come on. First Corinthians chapter five. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna this is gonna take uh, a minute here. This is this here. I'm saying it's gonna take a minute, but I want you to hold on as we read through this. I want you to really understand what this word of God is saying. Hallelujah! Immorality rebuked. Hmm? Immorality rebuked. You want that? If you want to know the truth, you have to know that anything immoral is wrong it's wrong even those little things it's it's like okay well other people are doing it uh but i just don't feel right doing it if you don't feel right doing it don't do it i don't care if you think it'll feel good you can sneak and do it no don't do it if you're sneaking to do it there's not it's not right doing it Come on, I don't care, drugs, alcohol, lying, sneaking, stealing, come on, uh, uh, sexual sins, all of that. And we're going to see immorality rebuke. This is what this chapter is talking about. It's, it's, it's saying, no, don't do it. Yeah, it's not the right thing to do it. Come on. Now, here we go. Verse one. It is actually reported everywhere that there is sexual immorality among you. Now, this is speaking to the believers. This chapter is for the believers. Now, look, I don't care if you have been saved, sanctified forever and a day. You think you're going to hold on. Just know that this word is true. And maybe this word isn't for you. Maybe it's for you later on. Uh, maybe it's for you to minister to someone else as we go out as disciples to know what the truth of the word of God says. Huh? It is reported everywhere that there is sexual immorality among you, a kind of immorality that is condemned even among the unbelieving Gentiles, that someone has an intimate relationship with his father's wife. My goodness. And you are proud and arrogant. You should have mourned in shame so that the man who has done this disgraceful thing would be removed from your fellowship mm -mm -mm. for I though absent from you in body but present in spirit have 
already passed judgment on him who has committed this act as if I were present. Now, this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. This is a letter to the Corinthians. And he's saying, look, I heard about uh, this uh, sexual immorality here uh, that's been going on. And don't think, okay, well, uh, you're going to do it uh, in secret and it's not going to be found out um the bible says be sure your sins will find you out don't go to vegas Mm -mm -mm. no don't go to vegas and think you're going to do it in vegas and that it's going to stay in vegas no you know a lot of times that's what the old saying says you know what goes on in vegas stays in vegas no it doesn't no be sure your sins will find you out and you know the word of god is true whether you're a believer or not so even if you're a stomp sinner Yes, you know, we've all been there. We we've all been sinners and we're saved by God's grace. I don't care if you are a sinner. There are certain things that look, if you just follow the right way, maybe you you won't have to go through some of and half of the challenges of life. We wouldn't have to go through them if we just do it God's way. Come on. Verse four. In the name of our Lord Jesus. When you are assembled and I am with you in spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to hand over this man to Satan for the destruction of his body so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Now, you know, this is this is very, very deep in that. OK, when you're dealing with sin, don't think that that it's just going to uh, it's just a light thing you know it's not hurting anybody but you oh and yeah maybe what you think you're doing is not hurting anyone but see there are sins there's things going on here that look it is it's very very dangerous and it's hell bound Uh, that's what sin does it takes us to the to the way of the world it takes us on the side of slew foot and we don't want to do that as believers, we want to know the truth. Huh? We think we want this thing. We think we want this man. We think we want this woman. We think we want this, uh, this, uh, this money that we've stolen. Mm, we we want to we want that now, but we, what we want really is the truth. We want to hold on to what God is do, doing. Hallelujah! What God has done for us. He says, verse six. You're boasting over the supposed spirituality of your church is not good indeed it is vulgar and inappropriate you do not know that just a little leaven ferments the whole batch of dough just a little sin corrupts a person or an entire church did you not know that see so i mean when as believers we belong to the body of christ so as Uh, being belonging to the body of Christ one of the first questions that believers want to share or Christians want to share is what church they go to I go to this church or I go to that church well if if your life is raggedy and you just you're doing this sin and your life is raggedy you're sinning it's like that just makes that church testimony it's like oh y'all do that over there oh my goodness you know and we realize you know let's just get the get this understanding we realize that we're all growing in god don't we realize that but there are certain things that look we've already been delivered from but we we still want to do 
And it's just not right for us as believers to do these sins, uh, to sin, period. Let's just give a, a testimony in how God is a keeping God. God is a loving God. Because even with that one little sin, look, it's going to mess you up. A little sin corrupts a person or an entire church. Come on, verse 7, clean out the old leaven so that you may be a new batch just as you are still unleavened for Christ. Our Passover lamb has been sanctified. See, we're talking about this is, you know, in a way, you know, what happened in in uh, in Egypt before they fled Egypt. See, before they fled Egypt, you had to hurry up and get on out of there. So you weren't going to let the bread rise during this Passover meal. Uh, you were going to just this take it without the leaven. Go ahead and eat it quickly and keep moving. Well, leaven is a representation of sin. You don't want to have this leaven. You know, let let the sin fester and rise in your life. You want to be delivered. And the Passover lamb has been sacrificed. So that's what it was talking about during that day when the children of Israel were delivered out of Egypt. Come on, verse 8. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with old leaven. See, we don't want to go and be the old man that with that old sin, dragging around that old stinking sin. No, it says here, nor with leaven of vice or malice and wickedness. We don't want to have that dragged in our lives as believers. We don't want that testimony in our lives. Come on. But with the unleavened bread of sincerity and untainted truth. See that word? See, you want to know the truth? Come on, Jesus. Come on. Verse 9. I wrote to you in my previous letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Not meaning the immoral people of this world or the greedy ones or swindlers or idolaters. For then you would have to get out of the world and human society altogether. See, you know, we're in the world. But we're not of the world. Verse 11. Come on. But actually I've written to you not to associate with any so-called Christian brother. If he is sexually immoral or greedy or is an idolater devoted to anything that takes the place of God. Or is a reviler who insults or slanders or otherwise verbally abuses others. Or is a drunkard or swindler. You must not so much as eat with such a person see this is a deep thing you know there's a worldly saying that birds of a feather flock together Mm. now if you if you still have a sexual sin get to your pastor get to those that are that are there to minister to your soul Mm. to where you can get delivered from it don't just drag this old sin all them around and everything get rid of it because it's a serious thing here. We're we're not supposed to even hang with you other believers. I know that your life is raggedy and you know you're dragging around this sin, but but I'm going to hang with you anyway. Oh, oh, uh, sis, you know you you still have this old nature of, of liking uh women, sis, huh? Uh but but uh, but now you want to just drag it around in the church. Uh, bruh, you have this old nature where God delivered you, a, a brother, and, you, and here you still liking men in that way. No, we don't want to do that. We want to let God have his perfect work. Hmm? And here it says you must not so as 
as much as eat with such a person. So we're, we're we need to disassociate. You don't want want that. Uh, you want to be a part of the body, be able to hang out with the other believers and freely. Come on, verse twelve. For what business is it of mine to judge outsiders, non-believers? See, we're not talking about non-believers. See, and Paul is saying, look, you know, non-believers are going to be who they are. Hmm? Do you not judge those who are within the church to protect the church as the situation requires? See, we're supposed to protect the church. And let's get it right. God has everything in place. Uh, the pastors, teachers, uh, those that are in place to help th- with different ministries for deliverance. Come on. Verse 13. God alone sits in judgment on those who are outside the faith. Remove the wicked one from among you. Expel him from your church. That's strong right there. Mm, that's strong. Yeah. So what we need to do is this is what the word says to remove them from the church but where are we to go where are we to go i asked that question of god and in his grace and mercy too i believe that there is ministry enough look if you need help you're still in bondage in this way and and what we uh have explained what sin is come on just get to the man of god the woman of god work with the ministry uh, that they have ministries in the ministry to help walk you through and help you through deliverance. It's like a like an AA meeting. Hmm? You have sponsors in AA, don't we? Aren't there? There's sponsors in AA. Well, the church has people there, ministers and deacons that minister to the people of God too. Deaconesses, yeah, sisterhood that will minister and the pastor has has also put people over different ministries now if your church doesn't have that and you are able to go and just do whatever you want to do be renegade all up in the church well that that man or woman of god that church leadership needs to get it get it together i will just say and uh you know if you can't get it there come on get it where god has it there's other ministries that may have that ministry that particularly speaks to your situation and you you can get help. Pray about it. Don't just wallow in the sin. Woo! Thank you Jesus. And let's go to this one last cha- the one last scripture. John chapter 14 and we're going to look at verse 6. Woo! Come on, Lord. Thank you for your strength. Come on. And why What is it about the truth that we need to find it and hold on to it? Why is it so important? And Jesus talks about this. St. John chapter 14, and we're going to look at verse 6. Thomas, now verse 5, let's look at verse 5 here. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Yeah, remember we were talking a little bit before and how the disciples, you know, Jesus was talking to them to let them know, look, the the Holy Ghost is coming. The Comforter is coming and uh, the Comforter won't come unless I go away. Well, here, how can we know the way? Hmm? And Jesus says, Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God. And the real truth 
and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. See, you want to know the real truth. Hmm? You want to know the real truth. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Anything outside of Jesus is anti-Christ. Mm, it's Jesus. And we want to be like him. Any any lifestyle that says, oh, well, it's okay because God still loves you. Yes, he loves us. And that's why he provided a way of escape from this sin in this sin-sick world. Mm-hmm. You want deliverance? You want to be saved? Do you want to start on this journey? Because you're you're listening to this broadcast here. Uh, you're hanging out together with some of God's believers already. Yeah, there must be a curiosity and an interest that's already working in you. The Holy Spirit must already be dealing with you. Yeah. I believe he is. I believe he is. If you want to get saved, start by praying this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul with my heart 
I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are on your way to having a personal relationship with God. Amen. And you can hold on to the truth of his word. Hold on to the truth. Now, there is a pamphlet out on our website at www.lfhhm.org. And if you go out there to the website, uh, click on the Discipleship Resources tab. And there's a tab there that has a pamphlet that explains, hmm, explains growing in the relationship with God. Yeah, repentance. We just talked about that. Uh, the baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. Amen. Uh, to be filled with his Holy Spirit. Yeah, we talked about that. And the desire to be filled with this Holy Spirit. And and then once that has happened, huh? What we, we can expect a change. Even even while we're while we're experiencing and growing in our relationship with God. We should expect a change. Because God deals with us huh, before we ask Him to be our Lord and Savior. But then when we ask Him, hallelujah, we say yes to Him. Yes, He deals in us once we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on. I love the Lord today. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that what we share today and how we look together in the Word of God today I'm hoping that it was a blessing to you. Amen. If you uh, need a church home and you're not quite sure where to go, go ahead and drop us a line and uh, contact us and we'll help you find a church home. If you need prayer, uh, you would like for us to pray with you um, for a situation because, you know, as believers, we can get a prayer through and we'll pray with you. If you need, uh, we'll pray for you if you like, you know, till you get your faith built up. Come on. We'll pray with you. We'll pray for you. If you need prayer, contact us. Go ahead and drop us a line and we will, we will pray with you. And you don't have to tell us all of what's going on. Just, uh, you know, your name, first name, if you'd like, just share with us a little bit and we could just lift that up to God with you pray for you god bless you god bless you and you know be encouraged that what you have in the word of god is the truth amen and get to know the truth get to know jesus hallelujah he says he's the only way he's the real truth and the real life come on 
get to know our God. Be blessed. Be blessed. And I always say, if the Lord says the same, I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.